Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values, and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. As we gear up for the biggest year in politics, one thing we can all do now is start voting with our wallets. By supporting brands and companies that share your values, you're sending a message. It's like buying a team jersey, and we're on Team Sanity. Our sponsors are, too. So before we get behind the candidates, let's get behind the people, our people. Everyday men and women who have started businesses across the country, people just like you and me. Support a Clan Buck sponsor and let your voice be heard. The more of us that support them, the louder our collective voice becomes. Bold, reverent, and occasionally random. The Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast starts now. So I, uh, I broke one of my own rules over the holiday. I went to see a movie in a movie theater. On my birthday, I went to see the Ferrari movie about Enzo Ferrari, which is the way that Adam Driver sounds when he's playing Enzo Ferrari. It's like... It's like a guy who's hired to play Mario and Luigi at a kid's birthday party. He's like, hey, my name is Enzo. I make the pizza and the spaghetti. It is not good. It is not good. Um, Some people can disagree with me on on the uh, Ferrari movie. The first hour is absolutely brutal. uh, Hour and change. You're just watching like miserable people and and a, a failing or failed marriage. And there's nothing really about the cars. And uh, I mean, there's one scene. There's one scene where Enzo for now, look, understand Ferrari had all these brilliant for those of you who are going to come at me on this one. um, Ferraris are amazing pieces of really art and engineering. And uh, unfortunately, I get subjected to far too many of them revving their motors outside my house in Miami because a lot of Ferraris here, but they're beautiful cars and have been for a very long time. And it's one of the most recognizable and iconic brands on the planet. People just wear T-shirts with Ferrari symbol on it because it's cool, you know, and and obviously the uh, increasing popularity of Formula One and the Ferrari team, Scuderia Ferrari, 
Scuderia is uh, Italian for um, stable, like the stable full of the horses, Ferrari horses. Um, or Scuderia, Scuderia, is that how they say it? I don't know. I, I don't, uh, other than me, Chiamo Buck, I don't really know what to say in, in Italian. But I, I went to see the movie, and, you know, people can agree, disagree. I thought it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in a movie theater. Um, it, it, You know, th- yeah, the racing sequences were kind of cool, but... And before anyone says, oh, you just don't like racing or something, Ford versus Ferrari is a great movie. Christian Bale, Matt Damon, great movie. And dealt with some of the Ferrari stuff in it. Much better movie than this. Um, trying to think of, a, oh, I love the, um, what was the one? Rush. Great movie. Really entertaining, really well done. The guy they have pay, uh, playing, Nicky Lauda, uh, the, the storied Formula One racer, who just passed away a few years ago. Um, does an incredible job playing Nicky Lauda. And it's a really good movie. So I like race car movies. Just understand, I went to this movie to like this movie. It is not a good movie. The accents are ridiculous. Penelope Cruz is a Spanish actress who speaks English with a Spanish accent, and now they want her to speak English with an Italian accent. I got news for you. It doesn't work out so well. Uh, and then also the the like mistress of Enzo Ferrari... You know, he's Italian. He's got a mistress, you know, as one does back in the day in Italy, I guess. Uh, she has no accent suddenly. Like She sounds like uh, she's from Iowa or something, you know. So uh, the whole thing, it's a mess. At one point, he points to a couple of pigeons and he says, freedom for that pigeon is pie. I was like, is that supposed to be, is this supposed to be clever? Like, well, what does that even mean? It was, I thought it was horrible. I, some people disagree, with my, but I'll tell you, my brother and my dad saw it with me. They thought it was horrible, too. And there's a really graphic scene in it, like way more graphic traffic ac- or, you know, racing accident, traffic accident, racing accident than it needed to be. Um, but my biggest problem with it isn't even uh, isn't even that the movie I thought absolutely stunk. Um, I give it like a D. My biggest problem isn't so much that. My biggest problem uh, with it. Also, you hate Adam Driver. You hate Enzo Ferrari. And this guy said all this really interesting stuff. You know, he would say things. The real Enzo Ferrari said things like, tell a child to draw a car and he will make it red. And that's why Ferrari had to be red, because of the wonderment of what a child thinks of as what a beautiful race car is. You know, he says things like he was a great uh, agitator of of men. And that was really his skill set was that he knew how to get people to do their best anyway. And then in the movie, you get none of that. You just get the guy who's like, oh, like my car company is running out of money and uh, and I cheat on my wife and a very mean man and I don't love anybody. You're like, what? what is this? Like, why am, why am I watching this? There's no sense of the story of Ferrari and the place that it goes to and that it becomes this uh, incredible and iconic brand. Anyway, and I, I hate it. The worst part of the whole experience, though, and I'm not alone in this. We, we I can bring you all back to agree with me on this one is uh, that they had me sit through 30 minutes of not even previews. I actually, I'm, I'm old school. I like previews when they're pretty good. Now, it's not as exciting as it used to be when I was a kid in the golden era of cinema that was the 1990s because now you can go online. There are websites you can, you know, on YouTube, you can see every major movie trailer whenever you want. You can watch it on your phone. So it's really not like the unveiling of some cool new movie, you know. If you were in theaters and you saw the, the trailer for Terminator 2 back in the day, it's like, oh, my gosh, I got to wait seven months or something to see this. That's going to be amazing. Though. You don't really have that anymore, but I kind of like trailers. I'm okay with it. Movies now, and maybe 
you know, I don't know how many of you have experienced this yourselves. It's like some torture chamber where they make you sit there for 30 minutes watching crappy commercials. Not, not, not even trailers, commercials. Like, you know, hey, you must buy this candy. And you're sitting there like, I, I don't, I've paid. I don't even know my, my brother took me because it's my birthday. Uh, you know, you're paying $25 a seat or something crazy for the movie now. You're paying $25. You're already in there for like two hours and change, which is really longer than I want to sit in any chair other than this radio chair. And then they make you sit through crappy commercials so they can, you know, further. Mon- they're just monetizing your time. The movie theaters are being disrespectful of the customer's time. And so I'm just telling you, I'm not going back to a movie theater. I'm out. I'm done. I've said this before. As some of you have listened to me for many years now. I've been I've been through this before. I can't do this anymore. But I can't I can't do it anymore. The experience at home, I sit there and I go, I've got a flat screen. Now, if Carrie was here, I'd ask her. I don't even know how big our TV. She got our TV. I think it's like 65 inches. We got a big flat screen TV and now huge flat screen TVs you can get for, you know, couple of hundred bucks basically it's technology's gotten so inexpensive and uh you got huge flat screen tv i got a giant comfortable couch i got a refrigerator with all my favorite food i got my cute little dog granted now is like the size of snuffleupagus because she's hit 15 pounds and i can't believe how fast she's growing up but i got the cute little dog and and i have no one talking no one looking at their phone and no one making me watch 30 minutes of pre-roll 30 minutes of pre-roll commercials it was truly 30 minutes long. And I see there's someone, um, a, uh, here we go. Uh, there, there's some of the, the film writer, Richard Zoglin, um, has demanded now that movie theaters cite their actual start time for the movie. No more getting people to show up for a three o'clock movie. And the film starts at three thirty-five. I don't want to sit in a movie theater and watch commercials. Obviously. I know some of you can say, oh, well, you should. First of all, I didn't know they did this because I go to movies never. And if you're anything like me after this experience, you're not going back to the movies. So they're doing all the wrong things here. Um, The only thing that's gotten better about movies recently is they they finally figured out. I remember that if you had someone who was too tall sitting in front of you when I was growing up going to the movies, you wouldn't see anything. You just stare at the back. And if someone had like a really stupid hat on, you're just staring at their hat the whole movie. You know, you couldn't see anything. Um but yeah, I, I just got to tell you, so that was, I gave you a bunch of things in my, my review of Ferrari, which I thought was absolutely horrible. Um, and, uh, and then I tell you that the movie theater experience, I don't know how the movie theaters are staying in business. Honestly, I know that for people, there's like a nostalgia factor to it. Look, I fell for it. I went with my dad, my brother. Um, we were trying to watch the movie, you know, guy, guys, guys day at the movie theater watching for, I was pouring rain here in Miami. So there's nothing, you know, it's pouring rain in Miami. You know, I read books all the time. So that's not like, oh, I'm going to read a book today. It was on my vacation. Um, and so we went and see it. And it's just, I, I can't imagine that the movie business can continue like this. Uh, speaking of the movie business, there's a an outspoken feminist director who has been tapped to run the Star Wars franchise now going forward. Anyone want to place bets on how this one's going to go? Hmm. We'll talk about that probably a little bit more tomorrow. But uh, yeah, Bucks movie reviews. Siskel and Ebert have got nothing on uh, nothing on me. I remember them from back in the day. Actually, did one of them? Pardon me. Did one of them pass away? No, are they both? They're both okay. Good. Am I right? No. I think one of them passed. 
I'm sorry. One of them did pass away. Yes, I think one. Of them, I forget which one. One of them passed away. But I grew up watching Siskel and Ebert. Um, so I don't know. Whoever the who who is the biggest movie critic these days? Is there one? Is there one person who's like the critic? Because the the thumbs up, thumbs down was a thing I grew up with watching it on TV. And your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over six billion dollars in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Anyway, Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck. I'm really disappointed because... I like Michael Mann, who directed Ferrari, a lot as a director. I love Last of the Mohicans. I think it's a phenomenally good movie, start to finish. Daniel Day-Lewis uh, starring in that one. Um, I like Heat, another excellent... It's 30 minutes too long. They needed an editor. It's 30 minutes too long. I could cut 30 minutes of fat out of it, but Heat's a very, very good movie. The gun sequence is obviously incredible. 
the sit down between Pacino and De Niro over coffee is a, is quite a, it's just quite a moment in cinematic history. Um, but you know, I just was expecting more from Michael Mann on this one. I know he's gotten a bit older. Same thing with Ridley Scott and the, and the Napoleon movie, which I have not seen. And I really wanted a good Napoleon movie. You know, it was amazing to me. I really wanted a good Napoleon. I'm hopeful that the Denzel Washington starring uh, Hannibal movie about Hannibal Barca, not you know, Second Punic War, Ancient Rome, not you know Hannibal, the guy that you know eats people's liver with fava beans or whatever. Um, yeah, that's a different Hannibal. Uh, I'm hoping that that will be a good movie or a good uh, show. I think it's a show that they're making for Netflix. Uh, but a lot of the team here. Well, we got one thumbs up, one thumbs down on the Godzilla movie. And what I guess I have to ask is, team, would I like that movie? Because I do the fantasy genre stuff. I, I'm OK. Like, I like Game of Thrones a lot. I Lord of the Rings is, uh, you know, amazing to me. And The Hobbit, since I was a kid, oh, the Hobbit movie was a mess. But the Lord of the Rings trilogy was phenomenal. Um, I don't know if I would like the Godzilla. I'm usually not a Godzilla guy. I guess that's what I'm saying. But people are telling me that the Godzilla movie is really, really good. Uh, okay, Ali's telling me I'll be impressed by the special effects. If you like the original Godzilla movie from 1954, the team is telling me you got to go check it out. I, I'll get into this tomorrow, the new Star Wars. they got a new director. Uh, don't we have the new Snow White supposed to come out sometime this year? They've delayed it again, right? The new Snow White movie that they made where they had the, like, the woke non-dwarves and then they are, but they're not going to be dwarves, but now they are going to, I don't know, it's a, it's a total mess. Um, yeah, w- w- what we really need are actually uh, just great directors and writers who are in positions to tell stories and have the budgets to do it the way they want to do it again, which is what we had until about the last 10 years. The last 10 years, it's, there's just so, especially movies, streaming shows, they still make some good streaming shows, I'll, but you know, nine out of 10 movies that get released, I think are just garbage. Uh, and it's because of the agendas and the politics. And it's a shame because really movies are in a lot of ways, you could argue, and I guess TV too, a preeminent art form in American culture. And I just wish that, you know, they'd make the good stuff like Braveheart and Gladiator and Saving Private Ryan. And I don't know, you know, but what else goes on that list? Best in show. I love that movie. There's a lot of good movies out there. Sundays with Clay and Buck. I'm curious how many of these movies you watched. I don't catch up on movies very often. The Wi-Fi didn't work on my flight back from Australia yesterday. So I watched four full movies. I watched John Wick 1 and 2, which I had never seen, starring Keanu Reeves. You've Not, never seen the John Wick never Wick seen movies? John Wick wow. movies. Okay. I had never seen Love Actually, which everybody talks about as like the greatest romantic comedy ever. So I watched that. Uh, and I uh, also watched the BlackBerry movie um, about the rise of BlackBerry, and then it, which all four of them really good. I went four for four. I you know they had basically all the movies. I had fifteen hours on the airplane, so I sat and I watched all four of those movies, and I thought they were all very very solid. You're um, way nicer about movies than I am. I I'm I feel like these days. The movies, well, though some of those I are saw, I, I responded. I saw you complaining about uh, the number Ferrari. of ads that you had to watch before. Oh, Ferrari. the ads! Yes, it, it's. I mean, they might as well just strap you down in the chair and hold your eyeballs, you know, to the screen or something. It was so. Un- it's ridiculous. I mean, I old was- man Buck, you're both angry about the number of ads 
uh, and movies, and also, what did you say, that jeans were the most overrated of all the uh, clothing? Clothing items. Yeah, jeans are overrated. Jeans are overrated. People can get mad at me. They say, oh, but what about when you're working or stuff? I mean, get yourself some, like, 5'11 cargo pants or something. You'll be fine. You don't need jeans. We, we might have to have a debate about this because my opinion is the most overrated of all clothing items is the scarf. I feel I, like I'm that's really, a shot at me because I've worn scarves indoors, everybody. I'm just saying, I, I really like am very, very anti-scarf, especially on men. I understand for women, oh, the scarf adds flavor and color and everything else. Any man who wears a sc- scarf, I'm going to be honest, I trust less. What am I supposed to wear in my smoking jacket and my <laughs> slippers, Clay? A scarf, I, obviously. I also don't think it makes you warmer at all. Just wear a coat. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details my name is chris moody host of the new podcast finding matt drudge I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.